Hi guys, I'm Sarah Becker and I love talking about money. I believe that money doesn't have to be scary, that curiosity is more important than correctness and that we can all be an expert of our own money with a little bit of help and that's where I come in. Today it is June 19th and I was reminded over the weekend by my six-year-old that it is not summer yet. Summer will start in two days on June 21st, but considering the temperature in New Orleans is going to hit like 112, 115 this week, I feel like summer has arrived early and I'm so grateful to be up here in Vermont for this time. Now, summer is an interesting time for your budget, and if you haven't taken a look at your budget and reframed it for summer, it's definitely time to. These few months are full of extra expenses, such as higher energy bills as we're trying to keep cool, summer camps and extracurriculars for kids, not to mention the order I place for new games and puzzles for us to do at home, travel, whether you're taking a road trip and need to get your car checked up on before you go and budget extra for gas like we did, or are planning on international flights, which I also am, the large majority of travel expenses are incurred in the summer months. Home improvement projects, also a huge expense of the summer. They typically take place over the summer due to the weather, there's extra daylight, there's more schedule freedom. And then also sales like Memorial Day, July 4th, Prime Day, Labor Day, often entice us to spend more than we typically would because we are getting a good deal. And I hope you can hear those quotation marks through your you know, phone, computer, however you're listening. So knowing that we'll have more extra expenses this summer, and for us that does look like house projects on multiple houses, travel and extracurriculars for our son, I went through our budget and I nixed some things that we can go without for a few months to give us a little wiggle room to go towards those extra expenses. If you also are ready to cut your budget for the summer, here's where I suggest getting started. Number one, subscriptions. Have a no Netflix summer, all right? get the puzzles out, go outside, read extra books. Like summer can really feel like a three month long staycation if you do it right. And a lot of times all that takes for our brain to kind of do a little tweak and be like, oh, like this is different is to change our daily routine. And so if you are someone who watches Netflix at night, every night, just take a few months off of doing it. You know, take a walk instead, but also vice versa. If you're someone who doesn't consume a lot of media, like have multiple movie nights. Like we're doing multiple movie nights a week because I very, very rarely sit down for a 90 minute movie. I totally fall into the trap of like, I'll just watch four 30 minute episodes of a show instead of a 90 minute movie. So I made this huge like bucket list of movies I want to watch and it's made like evenings feel so special as a family. So that's an example. Um, another thing to cut, eating out with a little bit of extra time, hopefully, and kids with looser schedules. I find that it's easier to cook from home and sometimes teach your kids while you're at it during the summer. If you're not sure what to make, I mean, I honestly have sandwiches nearly every day for lunch in the summer because it's hot out. It's a cool option. I'm so ready for tomato season. It can be simple and cheap. We do not spend a lot of money on eating out normally. Um, I think our budget for our family is like $150 a month, which is not a lot, but it's down to $50 a month for the summer. Another thing is cutting your personal spending. Okay, these are like things that are like extras you don't really need, like clothes, skincare, jewelry. I'm taking the summer to focus on things that I already have, not the things that I want. So I usually give myself $100 a month to spend on whatever I want, but I've lowered that to $20 a month for the summer. So I lowered our budget for date nights, restaurants, entertainment, because most of our summer entertainment is free. You know, we go to outdoor concerts, we take walks, we go to the river, etc. Gifts and subscriptions in total. I freed up about $800 a month to go toward those extra summer expenses. I'll definitely let you know how it goes.
Let me know if you're planning on changing your budget for the summer. I think taking seasonal differences in how we earn and spend money is a huge thing a lot of people miss, and it definitely benefits me, you know, every quarter, every season to tweak the budget and think about the expenses that are coming up. We are here in Vermont and we have, you know, a few extra expenses that I wasn't necessarily expecting, which is just home ownership, as we, you know, know if you own a home. For example, at our Vermont house, we had a bunch of trees that went down in a blizzard over the winter, and now they all need to be cut up and removed. And when I'm when I'm telling you a bunch of trees, like I dozens of trees that need to be cut up and taken out. We're also doing a project in our Mississippi house. We're adding a screened-in porch. And then our New Orleans house, we have some friends staying in it for a few weeks, but it's going to be empty for the majority of the summer. So, you know, also taking into account that we're paying that mortgage, but not getting any rent on it, which I think will be different next year. I eventually had to make a decision like, am I going to put a lot of energy into this or am I going to just let it, let it go? Especially because there were a few projects in this house. We just bought it in November that still need to get done before it's like perfectly renter ready. And I'm so grateful that a couple friends of ours can use it kind of on and off throughout the summer. So it feels like it's all worked out and they're just paying a weekly rate toward us that is pretty discounted, which I also feel good about because they're our friends. So Anyway, if you enjoyed this bite-sized podcast, you can tell a friend, leave a rating, shoot me an email or a DM. This podcast is new, and so the ratings and reviews really matter. So if you have a second just to click five stars, that would be amazing. You can find me on Instagram at Becker Talks Money, on the web at BeckerTalksMoney.com, and via email at hello at BeckerTalksMoney.com. I'll see you next week.